All right, good morning, everyone. We're going to be continuing on with Hilcha Shabbos. We're continuing the Melech of Choresh. Um, last week, we discussed uh, all about Psikresha, um, and we were discussing the if, if pushing a stroller is considered an act of Choresh on Shabbos, um, or pushing a wheelchair across soft dirt on Shabbos, you want to take a, a cut through... Um, um, what's the Waverly Park or uh, or one of those? You want to take a shortcut, uh, and you're pushing a stroller or a wheelchair, and you're going across uh, soft uh, uh, soft ground. So is that considered the Malach of Choresh on Shabbos? Because you're going to be digging, right? And we mentioned that any act of digging, even the tiniest amount, is considered a Malach on Shabbos. Uh, so is this an act of digging a furrow because you're going to be compressing down some of the grass? We mentioned that there is a Gemara, uh, Mishnah, in Be'ya Chav Gimel Amr Says the Mishnah in Be'ya Chav Gimel Amr Be'ez, the Agala Shal Katan, if you have a wagon, a toy wagon, Eina Negreles Ala Gabe Kelem, Rabbi Yehuda Omer Akok HaKelem, that it's mutter, says Rabbi Yehuda, to pull this wagon across soft dirt on Shabbos. Why? Because you're not being, it's not negreris, it's not digging into the ground. It's only compressing down the ground. Compressing is not necessarily an act of choresh. Only digging is considered an act of choresh. So based on that, the post game, Chalkas Yaakov, Shmir Shabbos Kehilchasa, Ramosha Feinstein and others, they're all making for a person to push a stroller or a wheelchair through dirt on Shabbos. Why? Because the wheels are not digging through the ground. They're only rolling. Rolling is going uh, to cause a compression and not a digging through the ground. So compressing on Shabbos is going to be mutter. Only digging is an issue. And based on that Mishnah, the poskim are mako for somebody to push a stroller or wheelchair through the dirt on Shabbos. Um, and... Uh, and even if it's going to turn a little bit, it's not going to be a psikresha, right? You, yeah, even if a, like turning the stroller, right? So in, that, in such a case where you're turning the stroller, it might dig in a little bit. Uh, so it's not necessarily going to be a psikresha. Even if it is, it'll be a psikresha de lo uh, And based on that, uh, we were makel for a person to push stroller, uh, wheelchair, or anything like that across soft soil. What about walking on soft soil, right? Every time you step, you're going to be also making a compression. Uh, so there we're going to have the same kula, right? It's that you're only compressing the soil. You're not digging through the soil. Uh, so walking also is going to be mutter on Shabbos. You can walk through Waverly Park. You don't have to worry that your feet are going to be causing compressions in the ground. That's not an act of choresh. It's an act of kovesh, which is compression, not an act of digging. Um, and there's other shilas also that come into walking on soft soil on Shabbos. Anybody can think of uh, another possible issue? Walking on soft soil? Um, tearing the grass. Oh, no. Uh, tearing the grass, uh, right? So we're going to have to get into tearing on grass. That'll be by, uh, that could possibly be the nalach of kotzer. Right, because you're, if you're walking through tall grass, you can be cutting the grass every time when you when you're walking across. Uh, and based on that, the post can say that one shouldn't run through long grass. Right, if it's untrimmed, uh, so then it's much more likely that when you walk through, uh, you're and when you run through, so then your feet are moving much faster, much more likely to tear up grass, and then it could possibly be even a psikresha. Uh Any other issues of uh, of walking? walking on the beach. What? Walking on the beach. What would be the issue? Walking on the beach. I mean, uh, uh, sea sand is not something where you grow stuff. Yeah. 
so, and, and sand also, sand is A, it's not possible to grow there. Uh, and B, it's also called, uh, like it, they, the post can refer to it as Afar Tachuach, which means it's like, it's loose, it's loose sand. Uh, so when the sand is so loose, it's already considered like dug up. All you're doing is moving around the sand. You're not digging anything. Uh, so if it would be like wet sand where you can mamish be, and it has to be plantable, right? If it's not plantable at all, uh, so then it's not nogea. I haven't seen anything growing out of sand, right? Can you plant in sand? Anybody? Know? Not sure. Uh, oh, maybe you can grow a cactus in sand. Well, sand now you need rock? eventually soil because it needs to be able to hold... Uh, like nitrogen and the, and the right amount of ant. Uh, so I, d I don't believe you can grow out of sand. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't want to speak, but ant. Ah, there we go. Uh, so another possible issue, right? The design on the bottom of the shoe that could be co-safe, right? You're writing. Uh, if you have a Nike image on the bottom of your shoe, uh, or there's lettering, right? It says uh, Adidas or whatever it's gonna. It says on the bottom of your shoe, you're leaving an imprint. Uh, so that could also be a possible issue of co-safe, right? So we'll have to discuss that as well. Uh, Lamai said the postim say it's not your kavana uh, when you do it, and it's only uh, it's only um, uh, what's the word? I'm it's not kavua, like it's it's less than 24 hours that it's gonna last there. Yes, uh, temporary. Um, do you know what the kosev lashaita uh, or whatever it is? So it's only kosev that, it, and it won't last. Um, it's eno lakium. It's not going to last the kosev that you're doing. Uh, so generally, if it's if you're writing something and you know it's not going to last, right? Like it's only on your food or impression that you're making, but it's going to pop back up. Uh, so then generally when you do a malacha that's in a that's not going to last uh it also might not be classified as a malacha uh, and for a combination of those reasons also it's going to be not, not an issue the fact that you're leaving an imprint uh regarding kosef uh, so those are basically all the possible issues of walking on soft soil uh on shabbos we had coats there that you might be tearing up the grass we had the fact that you're making a compression might be chorish Right? It might be active digging. We said that's also not a problem. And lastly, uh, that it might be an act of co-safe. Right? If you have uh, a design or lettering on the bottom of your shoe, and that also we're saying, uh, the postkim say is not going to be an issue uh, because it's not long-lasting, not your intention. When you're walking, you're not like trying to have kavana to, to write on the ground every time. So not your intention, not long-lasting, long might not even be nichale, you couldn't care less uh, if your footprint is there. What about uh, um, the act of, let's say the soil is wet, the dew or the rain? There's no way it's awesome because that means you wouldn't be able to walk on wet grass, right? Yeah. So no one would be able to walk on shallots last. 3,000 years, but what's, so there must be a Svara that permits, if you, are, you, are you causing more, your shoes are wet, so now every step you take, you're kind of putting more water into the ground. Uh, uh, I never thought of that, I never thought of that issue. Uh, Alex is saying you're transferring, let's say your shoes are wet, now by you walking, you're transferring water to the plants, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you're transferring water onto the I'm grass? that it's permitted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it could be because it's like a negligible amount of water, the amount that's going to be on your, on your shoe, and you're not uh, watering it to any kind of degree, nor is it your kavana when you're walking to be watering the grass or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I've never seen in the 
any post game that even mention that potential issue. Uh, but it is a, it's a good point to bring up that you're transferring water when you, as you walk. Uh, every step you take, you could be moving water onto the onto the next patch of grass. Very interesting point. Um, okay. Right. So what are you adding to this growing thing? Yeah. By your shoes being wet. Right. If your shoes are wet because you wet them in a, at home, then I think what you said applies. Right. It's true, yeah. And that same act of stepping on, on the grass can also be removing water from the grass. Like, you don't know if it's adding more or if it's yeah. taking away, because you could be shaking some water off yeah. uh, or rubbing off some water, as a layer of water as well. Uh, so lavdafka, are you adding water? It could be removing water, in which case it definitely wouldn't be a psikresha that you're adding water to the, to the grass. So that would be another, yeah, Philip is mentioning another great point. Uh, okay, so now I think we covered all the potential issues uh, with walking on soft soil. Uh, and now we'll get into the next question, which is going to be, what about uh, high heels, right? Uh, walking with high heels. Uh, will that be a problem on Shabbos? Uh, there is a page over here with high heels. Uh, where I don't have any of the page numbers. Sorry, I'll add it on next time. Merz Hashem. Um, so yeah, can, can a woman walk with high heels? Because there you're specifically digging a furrow. It's not compression, right? This is like the next level of question, right? Because until now we've been discussing cases of pushing a stroller or walking on soft soil where you're just compressing the ground. But high heels, you're actually digging into the ground, right? Every step uh, that a woman takes in high heels is going to dig in. Uh, so will that be mutter on Shabbos or not? Uh, so like with all other Shilas, we have to try to find parallels in the postgame uh, and in the Gemara. How do we find a parallel? Uh, the parallel that we find is an a elderly man walking with a, with a cane. Uh, and the, the, the Bira Lacha mentions, um, this is in footnote 15 on the bottom, says the Bira Lacha, Vim yesh misamer barosha makel, if an elderly person's walking uh, with a cane and it has a nail at the bottom, meaning it has a sharp end at the bottom of the cane, uh, which was common, uh, and he makes a hole every single, with every walk that he takes with the cane. So it's going to be a psikresha, right? Because it's definitely going to make a, a hole every single time you move your cane. But it's going to be low nichale because you don't care about the hole, right? You're not trying to plant in that hole. Uh, you're just trying to walk across the grass. So tzarech ian imutar leilachbo says the biralacha that you we need to look into this if it's mutar to walk with such a stick on Shabbos on soft ground and he says yain sham b'mishvatot zav shemitzadet lahater bazeh look at the pre megadem the mishvatot zav where he's mitzadet to be mekel he wants to be more lenient so it sounds like the biralacha uh, is leaning toward the lenient side but he still says tzarech and we have to look a little bit more into this just just a quick question sick ratio. Just to understand fundamentally, so no matter what your intention is, you can't, as the Gemara says, rip the head off a chicken, right? Yeah. You're, you're killing it. So whether or not you want it, you don't want it. So so where where do we say what what are the conditions that psikresha, if you, if you don't want it to happen, or it's not your desire to happen, or you specifically do not want it to happen, where do how how does the general how does it generally play out? Like, is there is there a fundamental principle that we could say? Meaning, what, does it matter if you don't want it? 
Yeah. When does it matter? Sometimes you're storing and you don't want it to happen. Does that matter? Yeah. Or when, and when does that matter? Uh, so it's, it, there's, there's kind of this gray area that you're mentioning, uh, which is you have psikratia, denichale, you definitely want the outcome. Then you have psikratia where you only, wanted, you only want the action, but you don't want the outcome, and you specifically don't. It's like a negative effect. That's for sure psikratia delonichale. Right, where um, I'm, it's going to be... The coats. What? you got a, you got a splinter. Yeah. Your intention is to take the splinter. Yeah. You don't want the blood. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, so Mr. Garandas is mentioning a great case. Pulling out a splinter, you're going to end up bleeding. Uh, you, nobody wants to be bleeding, right? You don't want the blood coming out. It's uh, gross, unsanitary, whatever, uh, for whatever reason. Uh, so you're not looking to get the blood out. Uh, so that's for sure low nikhale, right? You definitely don't want it. because you know it's going to bleed. Yeah. But you don't want it. Right, exactly. So you know it's going to bleed. Definitely don't want it. That's for sure the low nikhale. What about this? There's a gray area in the middle that Alex is mentioning, which is what if you don't care? Um, and the post can refer to it as psikratia. Uh, yes. uh, where, where you don't care about the, the outcome. Uh, it doesn't matter to you either way. Uh, so in that case, which category do we put it in? Do we put it in Psikrisha Denichale or Psikrisha Delonichale uh, in such a case? Uh, so Lemaisa, there are post game that kind of go both ways. The, it seems like the like most post game will say, if you mamish don't care about the outcome, then it can't. Then it doesn't go in the category of psikrasha denichale, uh, and it's also going to be a malacha she'ena tzricha lagufa because you're not looking for the guf malacha. Uh, and most poskim will put it in the category of lo nichale uh, as long as it's lo ichpasla. But it is more of a. It's much more of a debate amongst the achronim when it comes to something that's lo ichpasle, uh, and so poskim will often put it in like its own. They'll call it psikrasha de lo ichpasle because it's more of a. It's more questionable. When you do not desire it, or you desire that it does not happen, is it permitted? Uh, it, not necessarily. So then. When is it permitted? What? When is that so then it becomes a whole machlokas in the achronim. Uh, if it's only with the trade derabanan, like if it's two derabanans, then the Mishnah Brura Pashtas is mekel. On a psikrasha delonichale, if it's a double derabanan also, then uh, there's a bira alacha uh, that's mekel in such a case. Uh, he's a little bit saucer himself in two areas, uh, but it seems like uh, most poskim will say on a double derabanan. Rabbi Yosef is even more mako, uh, like when it comes to psikrasha delonichale uh, on a derabanan. Uh, Rabbi is more mako than the other Ashkenazi poskim. And it's not necessarily an Ashkenazi versus Svardi thing, it's just based on which shachronim. Uh, you go like when it comes to psikrasha delonichale, uh, but the Mishnah Bura and like the gold, like kind of the Ashkenazic gold standard is like to only be make out for psikrasha delonichale, but with a tziruf of other heterim like trade derabanan, uh, derabanan on two different accounts, um, or trying to think of other examples, uh, or you have like a mixture of. Yeah, usually it's a trade derabanan, like it's a grama plus uh, it's a kilach yad. So they're always, when it comes to psikrasha delonicha, they're, they're always looking for other reasons to knock it down, to double derabanan. Uh, so they'll be like, ah, it's also a grama, it's also kilach yad, it's also a shin, like uh, they'll, they'll use different svaras to knock it down to derabanans. Uh, and then once they do that, then they'll say, okay, so now psikrasha delonichale, and we can be mako. Uh, and there's many cases of psikrasha delonichale where we're going to have to be mako, right? Especially now with electricity uh, setting off every time you walk outside. 
uh, you're triggering something to go off, or there's videos that are, uh, that are taking your image, uh, that, that can be an issue, and sensors. Uh, so we, there's more and more of a tzorach to be, to be make when it comes to psikresha delone chales. Um, what about the classic case of psikresha? Is that nichale or lo nichale? Like the, the head with the chicken. Yeah, uh, so the, the head with the chicken, you do want it to die because you need it to die in order to play with it as a toy. Uh, so they, right, it's talking about a little kid. He wants yeah. to cut off the head of a chicken to, to, to roll it and play bowling with it or I don't know, whatever he wants to. Sorry for the graphic uh, imagery here. Uh, but, uh, but he wants to play with the chicken, so he cuts off the head. But he, he needs the chicken to die in order to play with it. So over there, it's, it's an ichale, it uh, the fact that it's going to die. Uh, good question. <laughs> is is psikresha deloni chale subjective? Answer is yes. It depends on your intention. Uh, because when it comes to malachas machsheves, which is what makes something aser, a malacha aser, is that it has to be a chashava malacha. Uh, like you're doing a proper action with full intent, and it goes after every person's intention in the malacha that they do. Uh, so, you can do the same thing, and one will be nichale, and one will be nichale, Yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, and the, the example that the Gemara gives of Malachas Shetzricha Legufa or Enetzricha Legufa is you're pulling out a dead person um, and you're doing it just to get rid of the bad smell, right? There's some, a dead carcass or a dead person and you want to you wanna remove it from the room, so you're doing an act of hotzah, right? Moving it from Rishisa Yachet to Rishisa Rabim or v- vice versa. Uh, you want to get it out of the way. Uh, but why are you doing it? Just to get rid of the smell. So you could have two people doing the same malacha. One is moving it from Rishus Yachet to Rishus Rabim because he wants the dead person, he wants to move him to different Rishus and to bury him in that other Rishus or get him prepared for burial. And then you have another person who just wants to get rid of the smell. Right? And one person was over, according to Rabbi Huda, one person was not over uh, a malacha on Shabbos. Uh, and it just solely depends on what the person's kavana is uh, in the action that they're doing. Uh, so you can, it's really splitting hairs, right? You can have two people doing the exact same malacha, uh, and depending on the person's uh, intention, his machshava is going to determine whether that was a chashava malacha, right? A proper uh, action where you're doing a creative uh, acti- physical activity on Shabbos, uh, or no, that's not considered a creative physical activity on Shabbos because your kavana was really just to get it out of the way uh, and not to move something from one rishis to another rishis. Uh, so yeah, great, great question. Um, okay, uh, so, so we have this, uh, so when it comes to high heels, we have the bir alacha, so we brought the parallel case of putting the, the, the cane, um, using a cane on Shabbos where you know it's going to dig holes, bir alacha at tzarech ion, but he seems to, to lean toward this primagadem. Why is the primagadem uh, makel? Uh, to allow one to use a cane on Shabbos. Uh, so if you look at source number 16, he brings a few, a few uh, reasons. Uh, and basically, toward the end over there, uh, he says, um, First, the Prima Gundam says, I don't know how we're going to be make Mako when it comes to somebody using a cane that's for sure going to dig a hole on Shabbos, right? You're for sure doing an act of Choresh on Shabbos. How are we going to be Mako in such a case? But then he says, However, we could say, right? And over here, he's going to start knocking it down to, to, that it's only Makako. Meaning an act, uh, makalko is only a dirabanan, so he knocks it down to one level of dirabanan, because makalko means you're doing a destructive act on Shabbos. Uh, a malacha is only also on Shabbos if you're doing a constructive act. 
uh, if you're building or doing something constructive, not if you're doing something destructive. So even when it comes to um, knocking down a building, right, which um, which is considered an act of soser, one of the malachas and Shabbos, even soser or erasing, mochik, is only aser if you're doing it almanas lichtov or almanas livnos. You're doing it on condition to build or you're doing it on condition to write in its place. Uh, any destructive act on Shabbos is only aser if it's going to be followed by a constructive act. So he says over here, uh, and if it's only destructive, the act that you're doing, it's only derabanan on Shabbos. So first he knocks it down to derabanan because it's only a destructive act when you're, dig- when you're, pop- uh, when you're poking the hole in the ground. Uh, it's not constructive. It's destructive. You're ruining the ground over here. Uh, also, you're doing it in a backhanded manner, right? That's not the normal way of digging a hole using a, using a cane while you're walking. Uh, so that's considered an abnormal way of digging a hole. Ushara heterim, and he says there's a few other heterim in the matter. So that's why the primagadam says, at the end of the day, we have to look more into the matter. But the primagadam seems to say that there are reasons to be mekel, because he's going to knock it down to a few levels of derabanan. And then once we have that it's only derabanan, then we can say psikresha de lo nichale. Uh, there's a lot more room to be mekel, and it might be, make, we can be mekel. The same thing about dragging a, a couch across the, the lawn, which is our sort of paradigm case in the Gomorrah, when you drag something across. You, that's not the normal way of, of plowing. You use a, a, an implement to do it, or you use a stick or something, but you don't use a couch. Mm. Yeah. And also, it's uh, the other thing that you said also applies. I mean, it's, it's, a detra- it's destructive that you, you're putting up your lawn. Yeah. You don't want your lawn to be put up. Yeah. Uh, so Philip's mentioning a good point, which is whatever we use over here, we can use also by the case of dragging couch, which the Gemara says is mutter, the case of dragging the couch, but only as long as it's not a psikresha, right? The Shulchan Aruch uh, put it only as long as it's not a psikresha. You probably argue that the Gemara is showing you a principle that uh, there's this principle of, of psikresha or not no, it's a great point that you're making. <laughs> great point. It's a good parallel that you're making as well. Uh, it does fit. Um, yeah. Uh, so but even here, the post game aren't like a hundred percent that we can be making because maybe this isn't considered kilacharyad, or uh, maybe this is the normal way that you're that you're walking. Uh, so. Yeah, uh, it, it's the bir alacha is not coming out clear cut that one could be mekel. He's saying tzarechin in the matter, but look at this prima gadam who seems to be mitzadid lahakel, who seems to want to be mekel. Uh, so the ma'aseh so when it comes to walking, woman walking high heels or walking with a cane on Shabbos across soft ground, uh, if you can at all avoid it, uh, better to avoid it because the bir alacha doesn't come out firm uh, that that one can be mekel uh, based on this. Uh, so, right, if she could take off her shoes or walk around on the pavement, better to do that. Um, however, if, if she does need to be, if she, this is the only way across, she's not going to take out, off her shoes, her feet are going to get wet, uh, or um, it'll be too uncomfortable, or there's thorns and it's pokey, or something like that. Uh, or it's embarrassing for her to take off her shoes and cover the brios. Uh, so then she can rely on the prima gadem. Uh, that what you're doing is only kalach uh, yad, not your intention, uh, and epsikresha uh, de lo And in such a case, she can 
uh, she can rely on that if she needs to, uh, to, to walk with high heels. Uh, so that's what we're coming out regarding high heels and the cane case. Uh, and as well, when it comes to dragging even a, something very heavy on Shabbos, uh, like what Philip is mentioning, why can't we use the same principles over there? Uh, so this primagadim, it's a little bit iffy. The primagadim himself isn't so confident uh, about the about the svara. Uh, so we'll leave with with that for today. Um, yeah, and we'll continue on next week. Amazing. Tomorrow we'll do parsha. Shabbat everyone. Have an amazing day up ahead.